As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the early line. This is hour number two right here on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh joined by Donnie Wrightside, Major League Baseball is going to continue uh, in our show. We talked AL in our number one, and I want to talk about the National League here in our number two. We're also going to have our man Cam Stewart join us in this hour to set up the Masters. Let's start, though, Donnie, with the NL East, the division you know well. The Atlanta Braves, the favorites, the reigning World Series champs at plus 125, the New York Mets, back now at 2-1, to one, certainly find themselves moving in the wrong direction with some injury news, most notably around Jacob deGrom. The Phils are plus 340, the Marlins 13-1, to one, the Nats back there at 40-1, to one, despite having maybe baseball's best player in Juan Soto. We look at the NL East odds. What jumps out? I'll tell you what jumps out. First time in a few years here, a legitimate chance for the Philadelphia Phillies to actually win this division at a plus 340. If the pitching staff holds up, you have two very good number one and number two pitchers in Aranola and Zach Wheeler. Now, Wheeler getting out of the gate a little bit slow. Maybe it's going to take him some time to find his rhythm. Never a good idea because of how good, like I'm talking about a top two, top three guy in the Cy Young last year, which was Wheeler. So we'll see if he comes back and, he, and he's that up to speed. But from a Phillies perspective, their lineup is fantastic. It's one of the best hitting lineups in Major League Baseball. And if you put that in 80-degree weather in the city of Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park, they're going to do damage. But again, the bullpen is going to be the issue for the Phillies, which is always the issue for the past couple years. Now, this bullpen on paper is better than the ones of the previous year. But until they prove themselves, it's going to be hard for them to win it. But if I'm looking at a plus 340 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, I think that's legitimate value. Now, you take a look at the Mets, who each and every year seemingly come in as either the favorite or close to the top because of, A, their owner will spend any amount of money, their lineup is very good, and you say to yourself, starting a healthy Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, where do I sign up on the Mets? Well, you're going to start the season with possibly just Max Scherzer, and we'll see how that even goes with his little hamstring tightness that he's having, and if he's, they're going to want him to pitch opening day or the second day or the third game of the day of the season in freezing temperatures here, which is what they might be in the Northeast, which brings me back to the Atlanta Braves. Say, well, how can they be the favorites again? Sure, they won the World Series, and they should return and say, we're going to defend our crown at a plus-125 price. Here's the reason why the Braves are so good. The lineup is still very good, even though you lost the heartbeat of your baseball team in Freddie Freeman. The starting pitching staff overall – is the best in the NL East. Freed, Morton, Wright, Anderson, Inoa, and Davidson. But here's where it comes into play. This is what's so lost sometimes when we look at those big guns, right? You talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. Man, talented lineup. The Yankees, boy, they can really hit. Did you see that Philadelphia Phillies lineup? This bullpen for Atlanta is absolutely 100% lights out. So in those games where the Philadelphia Phillies will have a 4-1 to lead after 5, and you go, pfft. They ain't hanging on to that lead unless they score seven runs. Mm -hmm. The Braves get to the sixth inning, Kevin, with a two-to-one lead. 
you can already cash out of your account. That's how good this Braves bullpen is. The Braves have every right to be a plus 125 and sit on top of the NL East, but I'm not going to leave the Phillies out. If things work out for the bullpen, which is a big ask, this team is going to be able to hit and starting pitching should be fine. They'll give the Braves a run. But for me, again, the Braves and that bullpen, sensational. My takeaway on the NL East is that as a division, they're being a little disrespected. Last year, this is, I think, with a reasonable argument to make the worst division in baseball, despite the fact that they gave you the World Series winner. The Braves had the fewest wins of any division winner. The Phillies had the second fewest wins of any second-place team. The Mets were tied for the fewest wins for any third-place teams. This was not a team that racked it up. As our radio audience is with us here on this Wednesday morning, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside talking about the National League East. But, Donnie, we take a look right now. The Dodgers are your favorite to win the NL at plus 230. The next choice is the Atlanta Braves, but then you get to the Milwaukee Brewers, and then the San Diego Padres, three of the top four not coming from the NL East. I disagree with this. I know the Los Angeles Dodgers are great. They should be the favorite. We'll talk about them in our next segment. But the Dodgers have only won the World Series once during this unbelievable run. That's the truth of the matter. And I understand that the Brewers have a fantastic staff, and we'll talk about them, and the Padres have young stars, and we'll talk about them. But the Atlanta Braves, as you just kind of and perfectly broke it down, are fantastic. And the Philadelphia Phillies might have the best lineup in baseball with the reigning NL MVP. So allow me to pump up the team that everybody's quite low on right now because of the Jacob DeGrom injury news. Well, the New York Mets still are comfortably better than they were last year. And this was a team that last year, basically, before the All-Star break, looked like they were going to run away with this division. That's where they were positioned at one point. Jacob DeGrom's going to miss some time, probably a lot, in fact. But Max Scherzer is still there. They have a front-end ace. And, in fact, this rotation is better this year than it was last year. Even though they lost Noah Syndergaard and DeGrom won't be there for a touch, Chris Bassett from Oakland is a great addition. Taiwan Walker was an all-star last year. And at some point, DeGrom will be back. They strengthen this lineup, adding a starling Marte and Eduardo Escobar. I actually think Bob Cano off of the juice is going to come back and still add a little pop to this lineup there. And Francisco Lindor can only be better this season. I don't know, Donnie, if the Mets are going to be able to win this division, but I'll tell you this right now. You offered me odds to win the National League based on the division. My bet would come from the NL East. Yeah, the Mets should be nicknamed the Anthony Davises of the world, right? Hey, the New York Anthony Davis, because everybody ends up getting injured on that team. There's so much. There's so much talent, but we're just waiting for them to Anthony Davis their season. That I that cannot on the fly fly did that. That was on the fly. And let no and and great work out. We can't do that though. That's outrageous. I mean, that is that's that's slander. It's heartbreaking. There's truth to it. It reminds me of bad times. I'm not loving it. NL Central, NL West, on deck right here on the Early Live. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. has a strong division favorite in the Milwaukee Brewers at minus 170. Donnie's favorite team, the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm. No way to get in the playoffs. Like, Donnie, I was, you know, we were kind of getting set up for the show. You you know, you you do your research. Like, I read, like, remember the Cardinals went on a 17-game win streak last year, man. 17 games. And, like, I think, like, that team wasn't that good. Like, they were good, but they just got hot against, like, the Pirates and, like, these – and, like, they just mm-hmm. won every day. It's outrageous. The Cubs are 11-1. The Reds sold 16-1. Pirates 50-1 to here. You look at these NL Central odds. What's jumping out? Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers at minus 170 jump off the page. Why? Because how do you remember the Brewers? Well, instead of Kristen Yelich, a guy that can win the NL MVP, but at the same time, you're looking at a dominant frontline staff. Your Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, Hauser, Lauer. That's a very good one through five. And then I'm going to tell you a little, you know, story time here. I'm not going to go over individual games, but a little bit of the way that I approach Major League Baseball with team totals. You know what my number one rule is, if not 1A, 1B, or 1C? Don't take a team total over against the Milwaukee Brewers. Why? Because their starting pitcher is good. But also, how many times do we see late in the games? Like, man, I got an over four and a half. We got four runs through the fourth inning. The fifth inning, I didn't get any. The sixth inning, didn't get any. The seventh inning, oh, you know, there's still six outs left. And they go, you know what? Devin Williams and Hayter is going to come in the ball game. One, two, come right here. Shut the TV off. You lost your money. So DRS's rule number one, A, B, or C, you can put it anywhere you want. When the Milwaukee Brewers are in town, you can take Milwaukee over their team total, but don't you dare go against a team total for them. I would be surprised, Kevin, if the Milwaukee Brewers give up more than four runs in any game this season. Yeah, you heard that right. No five runs, no six, no seven. It's a wrap. So if you want to save money on this season and you need one more run with three innings to go against the Brewers, you ain't getting it here. So save yourself that money and put it back in your pocket. But I do think the Brewers overall the best team in this division, which is painful to say because the Chicago Cubs don't know what they're doing. A big market team here won a World Series a few years ago and seemingly telling people, I don't know, Kevin, like, well, yeah, we make a lot of money here, but we're trying to make a bid for, like, Chelsea as well, so we can't spend on payroll here to use it on payroll overseas. I don't know what the Cubs are doing at this point. Cincinnati Reds, one of my more most favorite teams to bet, use a rough pitching staff, a small ballpark, and a lot of hitters that they seemingly traded away all of their good hitters in one offseason. And the Pittsburgh Pirates, God love you. You can bet against them. They're an under team as well because that is a pop gun lineup start to finish. So the Brewers should win it. The Cardinals will chase. Cubs, Reds, Pirates, forget about it. I don't know what it is, but there is something about this Cubs team that I find myself enamored by. I don't know what that's going to lead to. I don't know if it's the win total of 74 and a half. They're not going to win the division at 11 to 1. I don't know if it's, you know, a big time make a playoff ticket at plus 520. Someone's going to sneak in there. We know that that's 
We know that that's going to happen. They added Marcus Stroman. Kyle Hendricks is is still a strong, you know, guy at the top mm-hmm. of a rotation. They, there's Nick Madrigal comes over, right? Wilson Contreras is, is one of the better hitting catchers in baseball. Seiya Suzuki should have a big season for the Cubs. Can Patrick Wisdom find the groove? I there's something about the Cubs, which is a phrase from Don. It fits the eye frame. And maybe it'll be a game-to-game thing more than a season-long thing, but there's just something something about the Cubs I'd find myself interested in. One more division to talk about. The strongest division favorites that you will find, the Los Angeles Dodgers, minus 230. The San Diego Padres are plus 350. The Giants, who won the NL West last year, 6-1, to one, the Colorado Rockies and Chris Bryant, 120 to 1, the Diamondbacks, 150 to 1. To win the divisions, by the way. That that's where those that's where those teams sit. Like out outrageous, outrageous scenes. Donnie, it's the Dodgers and everybody else, but the Dodgers didn't even win the division last year. Could that maybe happen again? I don't know if it's going to happen again, but you got two really good ball clubs that are going to really be gunning for the Dodgers this year, and that being the Padres and the Giants. The Giants more you can't even call it. You can't win like 108 games. I mean, like I smoke and mirrors last year. Like smoke and mirrors is like a 500 team that we don't know how they got the 500, but they held off the Dodgers, the most talented team in baseball this year. They'll be a player in this division. But the same thing is, I'm a little bit more high this year on the San Diego Padres. They absolutely crashed and burned at the end of last season. I still can trust their pitching staff. If you get to back Jr. sooner than later, that is the makings of a very good ball club. But even the top, because I don't know how you go again. The Dodgers minus 230. Do you want to lay the 230 price? No, but. Every single night, they have an all-star lineup, no matter who they put out there on the diamond. That's going to be hard to compete against, so I still do think they're the best team here. But let's talk about the bottom of the division here. Let's talk about the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. And if you are those two franchises here, you actually to yourself say, man, I can't believe we're stuck in the NOS. This is ridiculous, and it's not fair. If I'm an owner, I love it. Because I can pull a Pittsburgh Pirates. I can pull a Miami Marlins. And my fan base probably won't care. Like, guys, what do you want us to do? We can't compete with the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants. Let's just sell off everything and use that Pirates moniker. We have a nice ballpark. Just come out and enjoy the day. Who, who wins the baseball game is irrelevant. You're just going to watch Major League Baseball. Because the Arizona Diamondbacks are looking at this division going, it doesn't make any sense for us one bit to go out and spend a single dollar out here in the free agent market. And the Colorado Rockies, hey, we're in a big city. Like, we have to do something here. Okay, Chris Bryant, come here. Even though we just gave away our franchise guy in Nolan Arenado, there are zero expectations. But for a team, two teams, to be over 100 to 1 to win their division just shows you the actual depths of the NLS and how bad it is. This is a three-team race here. I'm still going with Chalk. I'm still going with the Dodgers here. But watch out for the Padres this year. We thought the Padres would challenge last year and didn't. I think Mm -hmm. they can challenge this year, Kevin. I have to say, one of my favorite things last year was Donnie consistently the Dodgers are going to catch this Giants team, man. And I think Donnie yep. said it like even when the playoffs started, he's like, I think the Dodgers yeah. are about to take the division Still. over here. And like to be honest with you, there was a while where I was just really asking Donnie, and I never like took the time to even be like, what do I think is going to happen? And then even I was like, all right, they got to actually pass this team at some point, right? And, like, there was, like, four games left. The Giants were, had a two-game lead, and <laughs> it was still pick for, like, the Dodgers yep. to win the division. Like, it was an unbelievable race. But the thing about that race, and it's it's a shame, but this is, you know, the, the books aren't silly. They know what they're doing. It's a shame, Donnie, 
that the Dodgers price isn't just a little bit lighter, right? To come in and say it can't happen again. Because the Giants, in order to get in front of the Dodgers, had to have the best record in the sport when 107 games, and they beat them by a game. Like, if they lose just one more game, they go to a 163 one-off and probably would lose that game and don't win the division. Like, it's just so incredible to think about everything the Giants had to do, right? And I'll tell you this as well, and I know that, listen, the Giants lost pieces this year, Gausman, right? Chris Bryant, who they add at the deadline, is no longer there. But, like, you want to talk about gaps, right, from what a team did last year to what a, a win total is. Like, the San Francisco Giants' win total is 85-and-a-half. They can win 20 less games, and you cash the over on the San Francisco Giants. Like, I look at that number, Donnie. I don't really know how you bet under, because even if you're like, oh, the Giants are going to come back a bounce, they're giving you a number that says they're going to fall off of a cliff nearly. No, and it, they rightfully should because if you look at last year, is there any team that actually has a you know disadvantage coming in? This year? We're exhausted. We are. Exa- we had to hold off the Dodgers last year and win 107 games. Yeah. Like you remember triples practice in the summer in the heat in football, where you come out of that last practice, hands on your head, no shirt on, you can't even stand up. And the coach's like, "Come on, get back on the line." You're like, "Wait, wait." The Giants are like, the season's starting already at this point. That's the feeling I get because that season was so crazy where they're still trying to rehab and get over winning that many games and holding the Los Angeles Dodgers off. The last thing I will say is last year, somehow the Colorado Rockies, who were awful, were 48-33 and at home. They were fantastic. I really, really want, really, their first game at home is going to be versus the Dodgers. Rockies game one just feels like a must. Masters preview next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It is Masters Week. We are live here on the early line. I'm Kevin Walsh alongside Donnie Wrightside. And to help us break it down, man, from the rafters like Stingham Stealth, Cam Stewart. (laughs) 
What is going on, Ken? How you feeling, man? Oh, I, I this is, guys, I feel great. Like I feel re rejuvenated, like a child again. Even it was my birthday the other day. I honestly, I feel ten oh. years younger this week because it's Masters week. Hmm. Masters week, Major League Baseball. Oh God, all the sports coming together. The National Championship mm -hmm. game just ended. This is the best time of the year, guys. And you know what, the Masters. I'm a golf better. I'll bet on any tournament. Donnie knows, like the Punta Canta Championship. I'll bet on ladies golf, the Hooters Tour golf. It doesn't matter. Like if it's golf, I'll bet on it. But this week, FanDuel and our friends are offering some real nice stuff. You like props, guys? I know you like to dip into the plus oceans. We got all sorts of stuff right now. Like there are so many bets. It's got my head spinning right now. It's going to be a great week at Augusta. Tiger's back. Uh, we'll see. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fireworks this week. There's so much good stuff to get into, Cam. And we're, Cam's going to be with us here, I believe, over the next two segments. We'll have plenty of time to dive into it all. But I have to start with the big story, Tiger Woods. Yep. Will he, won't he play? Everything indicates Tiger is going to play. He's 48-1 to 1 to win the Masters. It's minus 112 either direction to make or miss the cut. What are your expectations, Cam, around Tiger Woods this weekend? Uh, I have actually kind of broken it down in this way. And we talked to Donnie. He was on our show yesterday. I think Tiger Woods is going to come into the gate quite well. I think he'll probably shoot like even par and, and, be, and people are going to go, whoa. So if you like Tiger Woods now, all you gamblers out there, take it now. Because if he does well early, that live line is going to rock it down. And more so than any other golfer. People will have sentimental bets on Tiger. There'll be a lot of money. Housewives, anybody. Anyway, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be amazing for Tiger to win? People who don't even bet are going to throw money on Tiger Woods in this tournament. If he comes out of the gate hot, you're not going to get that price. So if you like Tiger, take him now. This is what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to play well the first couple days. I think he's probably going to make the cut. And on the weekend, when everyone thinks he's making a charge, I actually believe that's when he's going to go backwards. He had that accident. I've walked Augusta. I was working for a, a television station back in the day. I was at the Masters before. I've walked the course every single day. It's a lot hillier than people think. Side hill lies galore. And it's very, it's it's not what you see. Like it, TV does not give it justice. And we'll see how that leg holds up. Tiger Woods would not be playing in this tournament if he didn't believe he can compete in the tournament. Winning it, that's a whole other question, guys. So making the cut, I'm not going to bet against him. But I think holding four rounds of golf to win this tournament would be a miracle. But right now at that price, it's a good price. I'm surprised the books didn't put up like a 35 to Tiger because they're going to get that money anyway. Very juicy at close to 50 to 1. Yeah, Cam, that Tiger tax that we always talk about, similar to like Major League Baseball with the New York Yankees. But looking at Tiger Woods specifically here, because mm -hmm. he's the big draw. If we're heading into the Masters, we all love the Masters as is. But when you get Tiger Woods back in the Masters, it's great. But when you get Tiger Woods back in the Masters, when we probably didn't expect it about two weeks ago, it's going to add to that fire here. And I like the point you brought up because it's not so much that Tiger Woods, because you hear him, I'm going to play a practice round. Tiger Woods isn't saying, hey, I'm yep. going to play four rounds or 36 holes today and see how I can get after it. Because when you have that competitive, edge you can get those juices flowing you can run on adrenaline but this is still a major tournament with the best golfers in the world so talk about maybe some of that underlying value that you said where early on you bet tiger woods but even if he is in the lead you're gonna say hey i haven't been in this environment in a long time and it's hard to keep that razor's edge there yeah so, so yeah so the point that i'm making is that tiger woods you guys go on your, your book at fanduel and you bet it now then on the weekend, this line is going to go down. And then I would look probably with an exaggerated line, Donnie, and probably fade him in a matchup bet if he's against a good golfer. That's the yeah. thing. The books, pro they, they don't put out numbers like that without knowing something. I know his playing partners have said, 
he looked great. Well, yeah, you played nine holes of golf in non-competitive competition with your buddy. That's different than playing 18 oh. holes at the Masters Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll see. I think it's a great story. He, he is that talented. He could play this course blindfolded. He knows every trick at Augusta, every putt. But you also have the best players in the world that, that are there that are a hell of a lot younger, stronger, and you know that can maintain it. Tiger hits the ball hard. He has to soften his swing, but when he softens his swing and has to protect lower body, ankle, foot, and on the injury he has, he's going to lose distance. We'll see what happens here. But I'm going to say I don't like to bet against Tiger Woods, but I will say this to the people. Get Tiger Woods now if you like it. And over the weekend, I think the price is going to be too good if he makes the cut. And then we can look to attack him in matchup bets and things like that. But betting against this guy has never been a smart strategy, fellas. This guy finds ways. He's magic. But this year, I just think there's too much going on. But that price is delicious. I have to bring this up as well. Right now, and there's so many categories. We'll go through as many as possible. But in the matchup yep. category for the for the entire tournament, they do not have a single Tiger head-to-head listed right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook mm-hmm. cam. That feels yes. like they're trying to be careful here because maybe he withdraws. I'm My question to you in following Tiger for so long if he says, I can play, do you think that means that he feels very confident that he can play a full four rounds? Or is it possible that Tiger doesn't make it the entire way, even if he's playing good golf? The thing is, he would not enter the Masters unless he thinks he could play four rounds. What he thinks and what his body is going to do, that's a whole other story. This guy's had major injuries before this stuff, guys. There's great world-class players, too. It's not just about Tiger. I think that's what everyone's looking at. Like, when he won, a lot of those guys backed up for him to win, to win his fifth Masters. By the way, if he wins his sixth, guys, he ties the great Jack Nicholas with six green jackets. So there is extra motivation this year for Tiger. He's going to be pumped up. But saying it and doing it are two other things. Excellent point, Kev. They don't put up matchup bets, and for a good reason. Every single golf fan, sentimentally, will be betting Tiger Woods. Say he's in a matchup bet and he wins it, these books are going to get smoked. Because that's one thing they're going to be looking for. They're going to be looking for him to win. They're going to be looking for him to attack any other guy that he's matched up against. So interesting stuff. They're waiting to the last minute to see what they're going to do with this number. But I'll tell you one thing. If he plays well first round, it'll go down. If he plays second round, it'll go down. It won't. You'll never get this number again unless he blows up in the first and second round that he probably won't win the tournament. Speaking of winning the tournament last year, how about Hideki Matsuyama coming back this year? Cam at a 44 to 1. But my question to you is not will he win or compete this year? I need a grading check here on his pick for dinner and what he's serving up, or actually served up here at the Champions Dinner. If this was on your menu here, Cam, what are we rating this? An A dinner, B, C? What are we thinking? I give I give Hideki a B. The Wagyu looks really, really good. I'm more of a, I'm more of a meat man or lobster, but I understand yep. he likes black cod. The strawberry shortcake sounded absolutely stunning. Probably get that at the Walsh household. I know Mrs. Walsh likes to cook up quality, <laughs> quality meals with extra courses. Uh-huh. Let's nice. give Hideki credit. Like if it was Will Zalatoris, we'd talk about celery sticks. Like he's got to put on some weight, <laughs> but I'll tell you that meal was pretty nice. The Wagyu beef, that one had me go giving it a B. Not quite an A, Hideki, but a very, very nice menu. I'll give Hideki credit, Donnie. Good there call. Go. And as for his play, guys, Hideki might be a fade this week. He pulled out of uh, last week's tournament. He has injuries. He, he, he's got lingering injuries. And let's remember, when he won that Masters, there was a rain delay. Justin Thomas blew up. And Hideki started throwing darts when every other guy was like, whoa, they all panicked. It actually worked well for him. He got on about a 6-7 hole heater and held on to win the tournament. 
That's probably not going to happen this year. Hideki might be fade up a fade in matchup bets because I don't think he's 100% right going into it. Man, so let me ask you at the, at the very top here, and we'll be able to really expand on this board in our next segment, but the favorite is John Rahm at 12 to 1. Yep. From, from all these that we've done, Cam, it feels like it's at some point has to be Rahm's year. Last four Masters, fourth, T9, T7, T5. Could yes, this be his year at Augusta? It could be his year, and it's really hard not taking a guy like John Rom. but I look at the guys in the 16 to 20 range on FanDuel who I say it could be their year too. So this is the thing. When I look at golf betting, I like to start usually with my chalk guys unless I have a real good feeling in the 18 to 22 range. That is too low for me. And the beautiful thing about it is if there's guys in contention, you could probably still get that number. You don't have to pounce on it now. We'll see what happens. Betting John Rom would be nice when he's four or five shots back. That might not happen. He could be. He could run away with this thing. We don't know. He has the game to do it. But at that number, guys, I, it's just not a bettable number to me off the top. I will take one guy off the top at around 20, and then after that, we, we can handle the live betting and the other situations that present themselves. But I'm going to tell you, Kev, I look at some of those other guys below him, and I like them more than than even John Rom. Think of what John Rom is. He's got one problem right now, putting. He's never had that problem in his career. He's been one of the best putters in the world. You know who is the best putter in the world? And we'll talk about him, Cam Smith. Cam Smith as a debutant in this tournament too, almost won the Masters. That's why his odds are low. I would rather have Cam Smith. This guy is the hottest player in the world right now. He won the Players' Championship. He's the best putter. If, he, if his iron plays good, you don't have to worry about it. So he figured out the Masters greens in his first trip there. And now he has more experience under his belt and winning. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to put the brakes on Rom. There's other guys that I like. We're going to take a look at weather conditions after the break here, but Cam, quickly, like, like an injury report that we check in the NBA and the NFL. Is there an injury report in the Masters outside of Tiger that you're worried about? Maybe a couple players here? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Scotty Scheffler, he's played a lot of golf. I'd worry about him. I told you about Hideki. He's, he's got a problem. A lot of these guys are rolling in, and they're playing a lot of golf. It's tough at Augusta. It's the mental grind. You almost don't want somebody who went too far in that match play, Donnie. Like, guys are coming in with yep. lingering injuries. Yep. Hideki's is bad because he's got back. Once you're dealing with a back and other problems, that's a big issue. But guys that played in the world, I'll, I'll explain it after the break, but there's a couple a couple fades, and we have to think. Mm. Guys who played that weekend, remember, the winner of that match play played seven rounds of golf, and now you're heading to mm. Augusta? It's something to think about, guys, and that's why I'm going to give you a fade at the other side of the break, a guy we can attack Ooh. who's probably the hottest player in the world, along with Cam Smith. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm. Still a lot to get to then with the Masters preview here. Some fades. We'll see who Cam spraying on the outright board and some tangy specials. The plus money ocean, Ooh. as Cam calls it. We'll get Big that time. on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to get into some fades and things of that nature, but there's one guy I needed to bring up to Cam, not Kepka. I'll get to Brooks, but it's Bryson. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau yes. is 50 to 1. Like, I remember, uh, you know, yeah. I think I don't know, three, four Masters in a row. I don't know how many it is, but I, you know, 12 I to 1? Where, where when we Cam did the show, Cam? I mean, Cam, yeah. like, Bry- it was like, like Bryson had already, like, finished as the round one leader, like, is what the prices felt like on DeChambeau. Back at 50 to 1. Has the narrative just changed so much now to Bryson is going to break Augusta to he can't even play at this course? Thing is, he doesn't know how to dial it down. And, uh, you know, when you look at Augusta, there's many different ways to get around. When Tiger won, he was the biggest hitter. Bryson DeChambeau murders the ball. The problem is, when you're playing from the pine straw and behind trees every hole, you're not going to win the Masters. You have to think away, you think your way around this course. You could be a big ball hitter, but you have to be a smart big ball hitter, a.k.a. Tiger Woods in his prime. Mike Weir, one of the smallest ball hitters out there. I get it out like Mike Weir. He won. Zach Johnson hits it nowhere. What did they do? Par fives, wedge, stiff it. Put it, birdie. Let's move on to the next hole. That's what these guys are going to do. So there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, as they say. But Bryson DeChambeau, even though he's the scientist in the lab, he doesn't have the proper equation when it comes to Augusta. You can't just fire it everywhere. He'll figure it out one day, you know, but the way he attacks it, it doesn't work. And I don't want him at 50 to 1. I'm fading him in matchup bets. Cam, taking a look at this year's Masters, we were talking over the break, and it's a fascinating point that's brought up because Tiger Woods had a stranglehold. Jack Nicklaus had a stranglehold. Arnold Palmer, even you know, dating way back, where he had those heavy favorites in these golf tournaments. We have nine mm-hmm. players here stretched from 12 to 1 to 19 to 1. And after that, a ton of guys, 22 to 1, 24 to 1, 30 to 1. So some big tickets out there. Talk about some of the processes that you go through to say, okay, if there's not that heavy favorite in here, how do you determine who moves up your leaderboard and who moves down your leaderboard? Just a little bit of a thought behind that. It's a great question, Donnie. I do things in, a, in a, a little bit of a different way than others. I know a lot of people just throw everything into a computer, and whatever pops out, pops up, and that's what mm-hmm. they bet. I use the eye test as well. I, I My computer's kind of in my head, and I write things down, and I go, okay, I remember I saw this. I like this. Does he play it well at this course? What type of greens does he like putting on? This, Th- this and so forth. And then, guys, I also have to think about – Have they played too much golf? What do they look? Health coming into the tournament. I throw it all there, and can they win? A lot of guys that I take, you know, seconds and fifths and stuff before, I'm like, can you just close the door? Can you win the tournament? There's a lot of guys you should be betting top 10s and 20s not winning, Donnie, but that's an excellent question. And I'm going to say something about Scotty Scheffler, who's going to be one of the more popular players this week, and we'll we'll go over the guys. He played seven rounds of golf in Texas. By the way, he's a Texas Longhorn in the match play. People think he's just going to roll in the Masters and win this tournament. He's being priced. You see guys at the top of the leaderboard. He's there with like Cam Smith and all the other guys. Hell, Brooks Kepka has better odds, right? A lot of golf after a while and people's high expectations. It feels exactly like you guys said about Bryson DeChambeau when he rolled in here. Be careful. 
I'm not going to say he's going to pull a DeChambeau, but I'm going to say this. Eventually, your tank is empty. He's running on. He's going to be running on fumes. The Masters week is a very busy one. He's a guy, out of all the favorites, you have to, you have, to have a plan. You have to have an attack plan, and he's a guy in two matchup bets I have him. I'm fading him. I don't think Scheffler is going to be this guy this week. I think he probably will make the cut, but I do not think he will contend. Man, that's big time stuff. There, he is booked at fifteen to one alongside mm -hmm. Cam yep. Smith and Dustin Johnson. Who, man, I the, the way he tore that course up. I know it was just different conditions and everything uh, like that. But to be booked kind of in that same range is very interesting. We'll get to the plus money, but I want to make sure that we have enough time here. Cam, usually it's a six-pack of guys. You can take whatever you want. How how many yeah. who kind of are you looking at in the outright market for the 2022 Masters? Good question, Kev. I know, and there's so many guys. I'll tell you, if you don't like these guys, Justin Thomas and Cam Smith are guys that I would like, but I can't bet everybody. So if I'm going to take my one chalky player, it's your favorite, Kev, your buddy, Brooks Kepka. He's leaning up to this. He's coming into this tournament. And finally, what does he live for? Majors. Flying under the radar? Yes. Playing better golf? Of course. The thing about him right now, the putter looks like it's getting a little bit better, and we know he can murder the course. Brooks Kepka, all he wants to do is beat guys down and win big tournaments. He's 20 to 1. Now I talked about another guy, Will Zalatoris at 35 to 1. In his rookie master's rookie performance, he finished second to Hideki Matsuyama. Working on his putting all the time, getting better. At 35 to 1, it's a nice price. He hasn't been see, Donnie, you brought up a good point. He hasn't been able to close the door, but one of these days he has. And finishing second. In your first Masters, that's big to me. I'm going to take one deputant, Mr. Burns, Sam Burns. I love this kid, the LSU product. This guy, 40 to 1, he will not be intimidated. He's won multiple times on the PGA Tour before. Now, this is the data guy that you look at. Top 10 in driving, top 10 in wedges, top 10 in putting. The Brit, hello, Matthew Fitzpatrick at 50 to 1. It wouldn't be a six-pack without six beers and a Canadian. How about my boy Corey Connors? Loves playing Augusta. Top 10s in both times. He's 55 to 1. And guys, it's a Georgia Bulldog theme we know. Great year for the Bulldogs winning the national championship. And lefties love this place. Had to throw my flyer. My boy, Brian Harmon, 110 to 1. He's a guy that rounds out the six-pack. Probably better for top 20 and 30 bets. But that's who I like, fellas. When we take a look at this golf tournament, Cam, sometimes you can even enter into the Masters and play the Masters not playing your best golf, but something just yep. clicks on this golf course. Are there guys that you look forward to and say, hey, no, he might not be playing well, but boy, I've seen him tear up Augusta in the past. What a great point, Donnie. Yeah, a guy like that would be Mark Leishman. Um, coming in way under the radar, I think on FanDuel, he's 80-1. to 1. Aussies seem to play well here before, too. Another guy, Adam Scott. A lot of people like just... And the thing is, distance isn't a problem here. Those are two Aussies, 60 to 1 and 80 to 1. Those are guys that are, are way off the radar, not playing the best golf of their lives, but I've seen glimpses of it from Scott. And every time Mark Leishman steps on the grounds at Augusta, some kind of switch hits, and he always is in contention. So those are guys. Also, I have a guy that I like, but I don't know. It, it's kind of a hard situation. Paul Casey's been playing really, really good. He's been knocking on the door, but he had major, he's got major injuries too. So he's coming in here, always plays well at Augusta, but it's hard to take a guy. I need to know that they're healthy at least coming in. So those are two guys I'd look at. Adam Scott looks dangerous to me and the Leishman, Mark Leishman, two Aussies mm. for our boy Dubsy. Not bad. 
Yeah, there you go. Dubs and Dubs is yep, going to be doing yep. a lot. I know as the Masters uh, starts to build up here. Cam, you said some of these big plus money options uh, have caught your mm-hmm. eye. I see two different tabs. There's tourney specials. There's <laughs> ringer yes. specials. There. There. I mean, there are so many. I'm just going to throw one out to you, Cam. That's like the shortest number that I see, and then you tell me kind of where you're looking. But there's how about this at a minus one twenty five number. Any four, this looks outrageous, any Mm. uh, four of Rom, Cam Smith, Morikawa, Rory, and Brooks to finish top 20. That's minus minus 125. You need four of those five guys, Rom, Cam Smith, Morikawa, McElroy, and Kepka to finish in the top 20, and you would get a minus 125. I'd say run to the ATM. There's only one guy I'm worried about there. I'm I'm actually worried about Rory. In that, John Rom top 20? Yes. Morikawa top 20? I believe so. What, who are the other guys, Kev? Kepka, you said? Um, yeah, Kepka and Cam Smith. Yes. Oh, Cam Smith. Yes, yes. Cam Smith can win this tournament. <laughs> like, it was between him or Kepka is my top pick. Donnie, you tell Kevin, go grab your automobile and run to the ATM. Go across the street to Chase and figure it out. Go grab some money because I like that bet a lot. Guys, I found a crazy one, Kev. Listen to this one. It's There's one thing that could go wrong, but I, I, I really think this bet is amazing. This is on FanDuel, 34 to 1. Harmon as the top lefty. He's got two guys he's got to beat. He's got to beat Bubba Watson and the big Scott Robert McIntyre. Connor's top Canadian? Yes, yes, yes. You think Mike Weir's going to beat this guy? No, he's not. Siwoo Kim, top Asian? Yes. Hideki's got problems coming in here, and Cam Smith, top Aussie, is almost a lock. If Brian Harmon is the top lefty, this four-player parlay pays 34-1 to on FanDuel. You want to talk about the tournament? Harmon, top lefty. Connor's top Canadian. Siwoo Kim, top Asian. Cam Smith, top Aussie, 34-1. to Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That is a great bet. Cam Stewart bringing the heat with us here on a Wednesday as we prep for the Masters right here on the grid. Yes. I love it. But also, Cam, yeah. a lot of people watching this saying, you know what, maybe bet a couple dollars on Tiger, maybe take the favorite. There's yeah. so many different betting markets here, particularly in the FanDuel Sportsbook that we look at. The one that fascinates me a lot is you try to say, okay, if the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to play, I can only worry about those two teams. If the NFL, yeah. the Chicago Bears, and the Giants play, we look at those two teams. What I'm talking about here are match bets here. How do you approach that betting market? Let's just say, you know, Ustasen versus what? Kim Neiman, Sam Burns, Daniel Berger. How do you approach just a singular head-to-head, which, quite frankly, doesn't matter who wins the tournament. They just have to beat each other. It's funny, Donnie. That's actually probably, like, this is how only one guy is going to win the tournament. So you're going to play top 20s. You're going to sprinkle on guys that you like, and we're going to do a couple of those 34-to-1 lottery bets, and hopefully we hit one, and then we can actually, like, just ride the rest (laughs) of the tournament out. I look at guys that have played well at the course. I look at guys that have played too much golf, course history, form go through all the statistics and i have a few for you guys too like i told you i stayed up last Mm. night and i did a lot i like i and personally i like to get guys who are good and plus matchups against other guys i told you i was going to fade somebody i'm getting brooks kepka plus 108 against rory mcelroy yes hey rory Mm. show me i don't care if people talk about all the time show me he can't putt he's the best driver of the golf ball in the world it's not debatable but when you can't hit putts, eventually it frustrates your mind. Brooks Kepka, to me, is flying under the radar. We're getting plus money in him in a, in a matchup. I love it. Kepka, again, I have him in two, Kev. This one's for you. Brooks Kepka, plus 125 over Scotty Scheffler. I told you how I felt about Scheffler. I think he's playing way too much golf right now. Not way too much golf. He's just played a lot of golf. 
And eventually, I think it's going to catch up with him. Kepka's ready. Boom. I love that one. So I'm looking at those plus matchups, Donnie. Mr. Burns against uh, my favorite hamburger, Daniel, at minus 118. Looks good. And I know this one's very, very juicy. I look for prices. But Louis Oosthuizen is minus 155 against Bryson. Louis Oosthuizen can play this course blindfolded and smart. He's not going to win the Masters. But I'll tell you something. At top 20, yes, Bryson DeChambeau, I don't trust. That's the one juicy, juicy matchup that I will take. And I also like Joaquin Neiman, a buck 40 over Hideki. As I said, I think Hideki is going to be a fade this week. First, he's got to worry about the Masters dinner. He's got all these things going on. Injuries withdrew, withdrew from the tournament last week. That's a recipe for disaster. So I think Joaquin Neiman over Hideki is a nice matchup bet as well. I got it. You know, it's so funny. Like we do the Super Bowl, obviously. And it's like, man, there's so many props to go through. Like the Masters, yeah. there's like a billion markets, Cam. I mean, I, I mean, I oh, gotta imagine that that it's a it's a whole <laughs> lot on your on your plate to fly through here. There's one guy I wanted to make sure I asked you about though quickly here, yep. and I'll put it to you in this frame rate. Colin Morikawa is one of the great young stars in the golf world. This is going to be his third go at Augusta. He's minus one ten for a top twenty finish. Last go around, he finished t eighteen. What do you think about Morikawa coming into the weekend? I like Morikawa top 20. I don't like him to win. I still think there's a lot of things in his game. Right now, I'm seeing a putting problem, and before, he was really smooth with the putter. Kevin, I think it's a top 20 safe. I think he'll probably finish just around the top 10, but to win, I think you need to do a little bit more. I do have a couple other guys. One of the best bets, guys, this is unbelievable to me, Cam Smith top Aussie is plus 100 on FanDuel. Other than Mark Leishman, Adam Scott, like this is almost to me a stone cold lock. There are no locks in betting, but this guy almost won the Masters before. Make that bet. You don't even have to lay juice. Okay. I would have put him at minus two fifty in this bet or more. It's a wow. great bet. Ooh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love mm. stuff like that. Make sure you are yeah. following Cam throughout the week. It'll be live on Game Time Decisions, of course, with Gabe setting up as good as it gets in the golf world. Cam, thanks for joining us this morning. Love it, guys. Have a good one, and let's make some money this week. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Listen up. Closes out the early line. Next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, last segment of the day right here on the early line for a Wednesday, Series XM Channel 159. This is the early line of both myself, Kevin Walsh, 
and also Donnie Wrightside. Probably should have said that the opposite way, but you get the picture right here because I'm excited. I don't even have my thoughts together right now because tomorrow Major League Baseball starts. But before we do that, a season ended. And no, it wasn't the NCAA basketball season. It was the Lakers. People, listen up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes some people just like to take off in the afternoon and say, let me watch a little General Hospital. Quite frankly, I don't even know if General Hospital is even on anymore. But you get you get the point here, right? The Los Angeles Lakers, the team that was priced to win the NBA championship so many months ago, and yet we all just waited, and we waited, and we waited for the Lakers to make their run, but only if AD is healthy and LeBron James is healthy because the end of the season doesn't matter. The seeding won't matter. Just as long as those two guys are healthy. Well, maybe they will be healthy for the playoffs watching at home on their couch, which brings us up to the topic of what to do with the Lakers. When is the soap opera actually going to begin? Because more fascinating so many times than an NBA run or an NBA championship is what these teams do in the offseason. And all eyes are on L.A. Because if LeBron James leaves the Lakers, where does he go? Where does he reappear at? Is it in the Garden? At MSG? Is he going to go to the... Ooh, I always wanted to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Or let me rebuild the franchise in OKC. Or how about this? I'm just going to pick out of a hat here on national TV from the boys club and say, this is my next basketball team. Now, we know LeBron James probably more than likely is going to stay with the Lakers. But my goodness, where does the retooling begin? You can't just count on running it back and adding a few other veterans here like they did in the past and expecting a nice little potion to turn out in another NBA championship for LeBron in LA. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm fascinated to watch it play out. And even though we do have a playoff run that is going to be absolutely sensational, maybe even more sensational, what the Lakers will do with everything in the postseason. Guys, make sure you stay tuned right now. The morning after coming up with Ben Stevens right here on The Grid. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 